sometimes it just requires the first step. And whether that's called like being the bigger person or being the sucker for giving in first, whatever you want to think of it as, who cares? Taking that action to get towards that goal or that dream. Why would I let something like a silly argument stop that from happening? Hi, we are Colleen and Colleen, and we have made it our mission to spread kindness and make everyone feel like they belong. So each week we will share real life stories, motivating insights, and helpful tips that will inspire you to live a kinder, happier life. We believe that together we can make the world a much better place. Are you in? I'm in. Let's do this. Welcome to the You Fit Here podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. What's up everybody? Or welcome, I guess I should say. Uh, I am CB. I am, I'm CS. And this is You Fit Here, a was, podcast for every kind by every kind. By Colleen. I was thinking about uh, in, like introducing myself in a different way, but I came up shorthanded because I didn't prep myself enough. I've been spending too much time prepping all my meals with my fabulous Tupperware. That's my good news. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're going to have that party. We're going to have a every kind Tupperware party because there are just so many things I think about this. Now, mind you, I grew up in a Tupperware household. Like that was our life growing up. And, but there are so many things as an adult that I can't actually live without. And like for periods when I was like living in my now husband's like condo with him and it was just, you know, a guy's condo. I'm like, how did I survive like this? Because like the cereal foil. <laughs> foil to like house leftovers no and like organization in the closet so many things so many things yeah we're gonna have no. a full Tupperware podcast episode of our favorite products <laughs> we really could I um so I'm hosting a party for my mom right now I'm just in the learning phase of this and I'm not doing this to like do they give like Cadillacs like with, I don't know I'm not <laughs> I'm not going for that I'm really going for owning all of it. And Mm -hmm. that's my goal. And um, I was kind of giggling because I'm showing all my favorite products and I feel like a lot of people can relate to them, but your mom did this whole like how to make an an actual five-star meal with, and I'm, you know, I haven't gotten quite there yet, but everything is so practical and I'm so passionate. And I feel like if you're passionate about something, I mean, we'll get to that. We'll have, we'll get to that today actually. Oh, right. Okay. Um, Yeah, but you have to share it with our people. And that's, yeah. Oh, I'm just thinking about all the things that I use in my life that make my life so much better. Thank you, Tupperware. Okay. Amen. (sighs) Um, My good news is that I found (laughs) these things on Amazon and there I send them to see us. Mm -hmm. Facial cupping things. And you guys, (laughs) I'm texting my one friend. She's like, send me a before and after. I'm like, like, I'm not actually doing it in hopes that my skin's going to look any different, but it literally cures so much of my anxious, jittery energy into just like suctioning my face off. (laughs) And you like put oil on your face and then just like do these little suctions and it feels so relaxing. And like something about lymphatic drainage, I don't really know the actual purpose, but all I do know is that for $15, I am not like picking at my nails. Instead, I am just relaxing and cupping my face. 
It's like a uh, Steph, our friend Steph said the other day, it's like an adult fidget spinner. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. You got the the jade roller thing. We were all in this group text about like, oh, I just want to go on Amazon and buy something right now. And that was my choice and a mini fridge for my face items next to my bed. Which was hilarious to me until I realized the benefits of putting my new jade face roller in the freezer. Oh, it feels so good. It feels so good. I feel like I have no puffy eyes. Well, I mean, don't look at me too closely, but but it feels, it's all about how you feel. I totally agree. I totally agree too. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, In the show notes, Colleen, put put the link to that jade roller in our eye cups or our face cup. Okay. I I used to have the cups. Ironically, I didn't know they were for your face. I thought they were like supposed to get rid of my cellulite and it didn't work. (laughs) So I threw them away. (laughs) There were like 20 different sizes too. I really should have held onto those. You should have. Uh, I just had cupping done at acupuncture this week. OMG. Or last week, I still have a massive bruise on my back. It felt so good though. I felt like Michael Phelps. That is going to, I'm going to share that I had acupuncture in the next 365 days. That will be my goodness. Yeah, that's the goal. Uh, But so I'm going to share someone's good news today. And it just really touched our hearts when we read this email. And so I'm thankful to Scott for sharing it with us. I'm going to share it with all of you and you guys should share your good news with us. It can be something as profound as what Scott shared with us, or it can be like, what's your adult fidget spinner? Or if you'd like to debate us about Tupperware, I dare you, but go ahead. (laughs) Whatever is your good news is our good news. So we will gladly share it and it will, it will help someone we promise. So it's worth it. Okay. Scott shared with us, just got done listening to your Feb 5th podcast. I know I am way behind, but I just found you. But I wanted to share with you my good news. I feel like I don't have much good in my life, one of the reasons I'm listening to you. But I got an email the other day from a very dear friend of mine who happens to be a gay male, thanking me for being willing to say I love you to him on Facebook. I never thought about it. I love him, and I tell people that I love that I love him. But he said that he does not have any guy friends willing to say it publicly to him as they tend to be afraid that people will think things. It made me sad at first for him, but it honestly made me happy to know that one, I love and express my uncond- my love unconditionally, and two, that I can be that guy friend for him and maybe other guys will see it and start realizing that it's okay to say I love you no matter what. On a separate note, thank you for being the inspiration and motivation I am lead- needing in my life right now. My story involves chronic illness, suicide attempts, loss of purpose, and more, and you and this podcast are truly helping me, so thank you. I mean, that right there is all the reason to do this. I have so many things to say. Okay, everybody, first of all, I am not sponsored by American Housewife on ABC, but I darn well should be. On October 28th is the premiere of season five. I'm very excited. I'm not giving anything away by telling you this, but in the fourth season, the son, Oliver, works at a teen hotline. Mm -hmm. And he knows somebody at school who needs help and and makes this kid aware without the kid knowing that he worked at teen hotline to call teen hotline to get help. And he happens to be the one that gets the call. And he somehow gave it away in the phone call accidentally that 
he went to the same school as him. And so then this news that this person was gay, it was like basically he felt completely betrayed and he was really, really, really mad. And um, to get back at him, he made up a new Instagram account and posted that he, like the character, Oliver, like I'm coming out to the world as gay. And when his sister approached him about it and said, are you going to try and have it taken down? He was like, no, because then what am I what am I telling the guy that I'm telling, tell the world who you are and they will love you no matter what. If, if he can't see that people would love me. And I mean, I've watched the episode so many times and my kids love it and it's a great conversation piece. But after we read this, I thought about that and I just thought, oh my gosh, love who you love and say that you do. And we could sing Rascal Flats all day, but Scott, thank you. Yeah. And breaking that barrier of men feeling their feelings and expressing their feelings because that is normal. Like men have feelings and emotions. And despite what maybe history has taught us to swallow them down or don't cry or whatever, toughen up, what has that created? Like nothing good. I think it's, I think it's amazing. So guys, if you love someone, you darn well tell them you love them. Yeah. In all shapes and forms and ways. That's the yes. cool thing about living in 2020. <laughs> never, never really thought I'd say that. But we can do that and we can make a difference just by just by showing showing up for people and letting people know, like, so what? I just don't understand. Yeah, yeah Scott, you are bridging the gap. What? Which is our topic today. Wow. Bridging the gap in your own life and in the world. Absolutely. So, so what do we mean by bridging the gap, CS? Well, we could go many directions with this. And like you mentioned, we can bridge the gap from like, we've talked about this before, but when you have things to look forward to, that's good. But there's mm-hmm. bridging that gap. To get to get things, you have to work really hard. So work is the gap. Mm-hmm. But I think more of what we want to talk about is – in today's climate and in today's world. So we talk about how everybody is different and how different is normal, different is awesome. We Mm -hmm. preach it and we love the fact that we are all different. We encourage ourselves and our kids to be who they are. Um, You know, there's just no shame in being exactly who you are, but it makes things a little bit difficult. It makes it hard to get along when our differences can sometimes divide us because being different means that we have different thoughts and feelings and we were taught different things. And just because we might've been taught the same thing doesn't mean we all perceive them the same way. And this leaves us with all different people from all walks of life all over the world. And then there's this big gap in the middle and it feels like there's no, there's not even water to like, what is it? Doggy paddle in or like row a boat across. It's just this void and this hate and this like lava. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But we just feel like if we do our little bit by talking about things like this, then we might we might help you in some way. Yeah. I think when we first talked about it, you said we can take this so many different ways. And it's so true. Think of the simplest thing, like within the four walls of your home, marriages or relationships. My husband and I, like if we get in a fight, I feel like I'm always the one to 
break it. Does that make sense? Like, like bring it up. We are then... like on a strike of not talking because we're both really pissed at each other. Like I was like, why do I always have to be the person to end it? Like to come to you or to make you laugh or something. And he was like, because you're good at that. And it takes me longer to like recover or whatnot. And I was like, he's right. And that is one of my strengths that I can like see it, work through it, and then realize what's our bigger goal here is for everyone to be happy. So I need to be the one to take the step to bridge the gap. And that doesn't always mean you have to be that person. However, that is one of my qualities that I am good at, like moving past and seeing the greater goal and then working towards something or like just annoying the crap out of him until he laughs. And (laughs) that's one of my strengths. Same with my kids. Like if they're fighting, it's like, let's just start laughing here because this is ridiculous. We're getting nowhere. Anyways, sometimes it might feel draining to be that person because you just want to be stubborn and sit in your stubbornness. Mm -hmm. And I totally get that. But at the end of the day, I just feel like it festers inside of me and it ruins me more than it it ruins. It ruins her. (laughs) Ruins. (laughs) It ruins me more than it's worth me proving a point. Yeah. So like, I'm going to take a step forward and guess what normally happens? The other person takes a step forward and then we find our way towards the middle of this bridge. Let's bring up a Frozen 2 reference. Oh my gosh. We haven't done that in a while. Oh wow. I was I was feeling lost without a reference. So thank you. I'm lost in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> remember uh-huh. when at the very end, well, obviously there's this whole thing about the bridge, but at the end she says, Elsa, you're the spoiler alert, guys. If you haven't seen it, I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> you're the fifth spirit and blah blah blah. And then she said mother had two daughters and there are two ends of a bridge that like without one end and the other end it wouldn't have worked because Elsa had to save Anna for all of it to work together and there are two sides of the bridge that create the strength and thank you Rachel for agreeing with me (laughs) that's Colleen's dog (laughs) so you have to bridge the gap like you can't even do one thing alone. It has to be two people coming together or two groups and finding that. Otherwise, you'll be stuck in your stubbornness to prove a point that won't ever really exist because it, there is no, I don't know. Ma- magnetiza- magnetization? Magnetism? Whatever. Because opposites know. attract, which we actually were going to talk about, but it kind of made me think of that, what you just said. And I know that I went like oohed and odd and gasped and wowed a lot during that movie because it's so profoundly insightful. It just is. But that that really was that that kind of I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And you're you're exactly right. You know, our our design Joy Loves Company too, mm-hmm. it's a huge hit and we knew it would be, but it wouldn't be if Misery Loves Company didn't exist. Like if that wasn't a thing that was real. I mean, sitting in your stubbornness. Like sometimes like I feel almost like it's quicksand. Like you can't – you just kind of sink into it and then it's not that you're unwilling, but like you just – you're too stubborn. 
you're too stubborn to try, you know, maybe that's a terrible um, analogy, but hold on. I happened to watch a video on Facebook the other day, clearly while I was going to the bathroom and just wasting time, how to get out of quicksand. <laughs> Do tell, <laughs> you know, I'm going to act like I remember now. Um, it was like, you have to shift your shins or your legs, like back and forth. Like don't pull up because you could actually like break your bones by doing it. So you have to like shift back and forth and then work one leg out and then kneel on the quicksand with that leg and then do the same with the other leg until, but like if you pull upward, like you're in trouble. Like the sand is just going to keep like. It's like that suction. So like my cup, my face covers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once that suction is so strong pulling you down and you're pulling up, it's just going to make it worse. So you have to like open up the suction or the gap by like jiggling your leg side to side. Yeah, which might feel awkward or uncomfortable, but most of the things that we need to do to bridge these metaphorical gaps are those things. Awkward and uncomfortable. I really like transition from escaping quicksand. I just feel like the topic again. It's it's like when you like skid on ice, like you're supposed to go the opposite way. It's just like the thing that I wouldn't think you would need to do, but Uh it's what it's what works. You know what I mean? Totally. I mean it's scientific, so I clearly don't know, but. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I also think of this obviously in politics right now and beliefs, but you've heard a lot of cancel culture references lately. And if you haven't, it's the whole idea of like someone, especially in the public eye, messes up and then it's like "Mm, they're canceled, like their show's gone or their whatever, unfollow, whatever. And it makes me sad because sometimes the reason people get canceled is because something is dug up from their past, maybe like teenage years when, guys, if we were celebrities in our teenage years, like lots of mistakes happen in your teenage years. So how is it even possible for any human to be held to the standards of their 13th? 17 year old self and try telling a 13 or 17 year old like well someday it might ma-. they don't care totally. they don't believe don't you care at all. it does not apply to them they are above it all and I'm you know I live with it talking so. out of personal experience <sighs> and then say it's someone like now okay so they're canceled because they made this mistake isn't it more powerful to like hold that person accountable and then watch their progress to grow into a better person yeah. instead of just like you're iced out, you're X'd out and sorry, you made a mistake. Like, isn't that the whole point of our world and country to like put a spin better on ourselves and learn from our mistakes. And like, I'd rather see someone's rise again yeah. from like what they did into a better person to inspire everyone else who makes all the same dang mistakes just not in the public probably. And now feels less alone because of their mistake being dug up. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like, can we bridge that gap where like we don't just shun people to the other side of the island or whatever and they can't come back across? Like bridge that gap of accountability and responsibility and taking ownership and all that stuff. And this goes for people in your life too. Like you may have an uncle that you just like can't deal with, but now, and I know 
sometimes, yes, it is better to cancel for your own mental well-being and emotional stability. I get that. But I'm just saying if it's just like you just happen to disagree about stuff. Is there a way to bridge some of these giant gaps that we feel in our society today? Yeah, there are. There are ways. There are, yes. I just feel like imagine if like you stumbled across an emergency like Bill from episode number, I don't know, three, four, Be like way in the beginning. Yep, yep, yep. If you haven't listened to that one, go listen to it. He was out running and went into cardiac arrest. And thank goodness, um, Bill didn't, Jeff did. <laughs> but Bill just happened to pull over on the side of the road and help save this man. Did he like pull over and be like, hmm, what's your political affiliation and sexual orientation and religion? Because unless all those things are what I deem acceptable, I'm not going to help save your life right now. Like, no, we just care about each other. But when we get in this whole like social media, I have the right to my opinion. And you don't always have to air your freaking opinion for the world to see and fight over. Like inspire people, but don't do this negative, like just Xing people out nonsense. It drives me nuts. Anyways, so what can we do to bridge the gap besides build a boat? Right. I can think of so many things. CB is is more of like a reality TV girl mm. and like real news. And I'm more like that um, fictional book that isn't real, but that, you know, that's going to happen to me too mentality. So ironically, I just finished listening to one where the whole time I'm thinking this girl is leaving post-it notes for this guy that she thinks his, his name is Adam. Mm-hmm. But it was actually her boss who he wanted to get to know her on the level of not her boss. And it was just this really beautiful story. But his reasoning behind it was like, you just had this judgment about me based on what my former assistant told you. And and just the, this automatic roadblock of like, we can't become a part of each other's lives if you just have these premonitions. And oh. I'm working on that a lot. Like- okay, I've heard this and I've heard this, but allow me to live it. But then even if you live it and you can form your own opinion, there's still so much more underground. Like there's so much more that goes into everything and every person. And we just need to be more like compassionate about that and just understand that that's the fact of life. Yeah. I feel like there's always something people can find a connection on, even if that's like, we have the same favorite cereal or we both did this in our childhood. Like there's always something to connect on. Mm -hmm. And I love what you said. If we stop just from like the initial opinion from someone else, maybe, or judgment of someone, then we'll never get to that place of finding those connections with people. Yeah. And I think it almost takes like, listen to a book without looking at the ratings and forming your own opinion type of mentality. Now, I am like very guilty of reading the reviews of books because I don't want to waste a credit on a crummy <laughs> book. And most of the time, if it's like something that's more educational, CB tells me and so it's her recommendation and I generally am like, okay, I trust her, obviously. But if you if we can just kind of take that out of the equation, I feel like we'll – I don't know. I think it's interesting because – How would you feel? How would you approach it if you weren't able to see everybody else's thoughts and viewpoints? I'm so sorry about my dog. 
I like it. She just really wants to talk today. Um, my husband always says, uh, whoever succeeded by following everyone else and what they do. And he's like, normally the unpopular opinion in the room goes the farthest. And I'm not talking about politics. I'm just talking about like the way you're doing stuff. Like when we decided to homeschool, he's like, who cares what anyone else is doing? Like, this is about our family. I'm like, you're right. Like we just get so used to in society following the herd or like following the pack instead of like, okay, no, I'm going to think about what I need, what my family needs. This could be totally wrong for everybody else, but it doesn't matter. I'm not living for everyone else. I'm living for myself and my kids. Now you hear her prancing. And now she's, she's standing by the door. Mind you guys, I have – my 14-year-old is in the basement playing video games. He knows. Yeah. Okay. I'm going okay. to cancel my subscription to caring about this specific <laughs> issue right now because what other choice do I have? Okay. Yes. Okay. So building a bridge, what are we going to do? Okay. So, I mean, there's a lot of things we can do, but – this is worth repeating, even though we've probably said it on every single episode and we obviously have even redesigned a t-shirt just to kind of like, I don't know, bring this point home, but we are all human. All of us, mm-hmm. all of us. We all have stuff. We all have joy. We all have pain. We all have stories. Um, I've, I've been on, if, if I mentioned it earlier, it's because my kids and I are listening to Rascal Flats a lot. I just feel like they have been deprived of so much goodness so far. Anyway, um, it feels like a novel with the end ripped out type thing is one of their songs and I can't remember which one, but like all of us are you know, we want to rip out certain pages and chapters of our lives, but the truth is that they were already written. So we, we really can't do that. And if we can't look to those experiences to help make us better humans, then I don't really know what we're doing with our lives, but I feel like it's an awesome opportunity that we can talk about. And I think that if we can believe, believe that about ourselves, then we can have more empathy toward other people. Yeah, I totally agree. I, love the idea of you might want to rip out this part of your story, but that part of your story led to the next part of your story. So you can't ever cancel a part of you. Mm-mm. It's like that led to the next thing and that led to the next thing. And so without all of those, what is it like the butterfly effect? Yeah. I don't remember that movie. I just remember that it was all like two different endings or something. I don't know. Ashton Kutcher? I have no idea what I'm talking about. Yes. I don't know. Besides that. Right. Okay. So yes, we can remember the connections that we can have with each other. We can start forming that bridge and, you know, throwing some of the other nonsense off the bridge. (laughs) Yeah. You know, we have to talk about certain things today. Well, and instead of like trying to rip pages out or pretend like things didn't happen, we could just like put some soil on those things and water the soil and see what grows. Let it grow, let it grow. I, I know that grow. you, everybody was thinking about that and like, damn. Da, 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 that was da, da, great da. because it's And true. then do you know what my son says? 
let it die, let it die, let it shrivel up and die. If you guys don't know the references from the Lorax movie, and my child loves that part instead of the positive, you can't reap what you don't sow part. Well, we know that what we're doing is working, even if they aren't willing to even sing if about kids it. Singing about letting it all die. It's fine. I mean, it's also a part of life. So really, it's it fine. Is. It's, you know, we could also yep. have a whole episode about that probably, but let's not. Uh, so, okay. We had, we, we talked a lot about books and pages and soil and <laughs> the Lord. What are we talking about again? <laughs> but, okay, so let me repeat. We're all human. Yeah. Let's like just be nicer to each other. Uh, way nicer. Wait, let's just assume that everybody has what you have times 10 and like, you know, offer them the salt and pepper. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Let's just, never mind. <laughs> okay. Okay, another thing that we can do to help us build bridges is to be committed. Okay. Okay. So there's this quote by Barbara Sher. I hope that's how you say it. As soon as you start to pursue a dream, your life wakes up and everything has meaning. Mm. So when I think of commitment, I think you probably aren't going to commit yourself to something unless either you've seen somebody else do something consistently and get these awesome results and you know that it, what you want to do requires commitment or unless something becomes important to you. And mm-hmm. I think that more often than not, we're just too busy to even think about what's important to us. But as soon as we start to have beliefs or dreams or goals, if we can focus on those things and pursue them, then being committed will just kind of become a part of our daily lives. It'll be mm-hmm. Commitment will be like a habit that's instilled in our lives. And if we're committed to something, like for instance, bridging the gap, then that's a great way to start to build the bridge. Yeah. Was like, that like- I am committed to my marriage. I am committed to my children. I am committed. When you have that commitment towards either people or a goal or a way of life, then it makes it so much easier to take those steps forward and bridge the gap, even if someone else might be unwilling at that moment. Sometimes it just requires the first step and whether that's called like being the bigger person or being the sucker for giving in first, whatever you want to think of it as, who cares? Taking that action to get towards that goal or that dream, like my goal is to have a good marriage and to have happy children and whatever. So why would I let something like a silly argument stop that from happening? Amen. Right. Let's just, you know, you know, maybe you're listening to this podcast and it's not the first time that you've listened to our podcast. Well, bravo. And thank you for being committed. We hope that because of your, uh, commitment, you are a better person. And so that's neither here nor there, I suppose. But if you haven't rated the podcast, there is an opportunity for you to do so. And five stars is the optimal and most appreciated rating. (laughs) But in all seriousness, guys, because Colleen always says that, and I think it's funny every time, uh, (laughs) you guys can rate and review our podcast, which is actually very helpful for us. So go do that right when you're done. Yeah. Uh, Okay. What else? So supposedly. Well, I mean, I guess scientifically. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Are we opposites? Kind of. We are in some ways, but then we're also very similar in other ways. Yeah. But. We do have very different operating systems in our brains. Totally. 
But I think that's so great because you, it's like in business. I'm not going to hire someone to do the same thing that I can do well. I'm going to hire someone to do the things that I suck at. (laughs) Right. Or am incapable of doing technically. Yeah. So like you need those people with those missing parts that like have strengths or passions that like you aren't good at or you're not interested in or whatnot to. Now, I don't say this. I believe every person should come into a relationship whole and not need another person to complete them. But I'm saying this in the context of there are other things people are good at that can bring into your life. Yeah. I think that without you having to solely rely on them. Well, Does that make sense? Yes, because when you said that, it makes me think like you might think that you're whole. But then when you meet somebody or you allow somebody else's, you know, differences kind of weave their way into all of your beliefs, you might realize potential that that you never would have otherwise. Or I don't know, we're all always becoming the best version of ourselves, or at least I think that's that's the goal um, is just to keep getting better. But to get better, we have to learn new things and we have to listen to other people and we have to be willing and open and also understand that maybe they believe something as wholeheartedly as we believe the other thing and just have res- uh, respect more or less for for their beliefs and then explaining why you believe what you believe. I feel like that's a great way to bridge the gap. Yeah, sometimes it's almost <gasps> like imagine. She has my shoe. She just took my shoe and now she's out of the door. She left with my <laughs> shoe that she knows she's not supposed to get. Rachel is really anti-podcast today. <laughs> I mean, and she's just looking at me. She's not even going to do anything to my shoe. She's taunting you. She's waiting for you to bridge the gap. No, she wants a bone oh. that I don't have right now. I'm sorry. Okay. Ugh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I like that shoe. Rachel. Uh, okay. What were you just saying? Well, it's a great. Opposites attract. Yeah. Yes. Just, you know, um, th- things that we need to remember and do that will help us build the bridges in our world and in our in our lives and in our homes. Yes. Oh, you said that someone might believe something just as passionately. I was going to say, sometimes I try to like imagine this invisible third party or therapist, so to speak, mm-hmm. that's listening to both things. And then they are going to be like, okay, A means this and B means this and C is where you guys meld together. And do you ever listen to like a friend complaining about something with someone else and you being an outsider, it's so easy for you to see where the like lines of communication are crossed or mixed up. And it's like just so black and white and simple, but you don't have that passion inside of you or that anger or that whatever. Or you don't want to make people mad. Yeah. So you're, it's so clear for you, but for the person who's in it, it's so hard to take that first step and to bridge that gap. So just kind of transition yourself into the third party unaffected therapist for a minute to see where the other person might be coming from and then maybe re re uh, imagine how you can then communicate or explain or whatever where you're coming from. 
in a non-heated, aggressive, angry way, despite how you may be feeling. For sure. It it's a it's a like a crazy thing when I get in an argument. This happened recently. I like got into it with Doug about something very, very dumb. Doug is my husband. Very, 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 very dumb. Where whenever he like makes an accusation, I kind of jump really high and scream and stomp and don't like to be told because I feel like I'm not appreciated for the things that I do all of the time. And there's just a lot of energy stored up. Anyway, I'm working on that. But um, Danny, who is 14 and who I'm a little disturbed with at the very moment, but um, it's neither here nor there, uh, said to me later and out of earshot, so not to like bring me down in front of Doug, he was like, uh, I don't think that that, his, that those were his intentions. Like, I really just think that he thought this. And I was calm enough by then that I was like, man, a 14-year-old had to point that out to me. But it was really helpful and I was really grateful. And I've tried really hard to be more, um, like, conscientious of how, how I react because clearly people are listening. And some people are listening enough to, like, uh, psychoanalyze. So what is that cycling? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> to analyze whatever. <laughs> you know, and I thought he was gonna have a future with animals, but uh after today, not not so much. Maybe we have a therapy of some sort or another. He's just being selfish. It's fine. We can all be selfish sometimes. You have gone down so many paths. <laughs> paths. I know. In 30 seconds. Um, so you're talking about Danny. We thought he had a future in animals, but because he's not taking care of Rachel yes. at the moment, you're I feel peaked. like if they could see us and they could see like the nodding and the the eyes and like the gestures. I mean, not, now Rachel is standing in the doorway. She has laid down the shoe. I mean, she, all she wants to do is like say, hey, I know she you see attention. me. Yeah, she just wants attention. Mm-hmm. She's so Charlie Puth. <sighs> or I mean- okay. That took me a minute to get the who Charlie sings about. Then why don't I know Charlie? I wonder. These are the things I wonder. Anyway, a lot of the worst things in the world that have happened are the things that have brought people together. It's like what you said about when Jeff collapsed and Bill – I mean, you you don't ask questions. You just do the right thing. And so much is limiting us from doing that because we're all just – too wrapped up and wanting to be right and believing that we're right to even mm-hmm. recognize that maybe we're wrong or maybe these people or that person is worth hearing out and talking to and meeting halfway. Right. Halfway is a great point to meet. Yeah. And I think like there's... Starbucks there. <laughs> I think there is a way to maintain relationships with people and kind of just leave out the stuff that's just like a mute point. Yeah. Agree like, to not bring it up. Totally. Like if it's politics, you know what? I'm just not going there. So we can either have a relationship that's based on anything but politics. Tupperware, for instance. Yeah. Whatever. Or whatnot. But like we have to find a way to – separate some of those things if we want to build these bridges because there's some things that 
you're never going to come to terms with. And there's some things that hopefully you do, like hopefully with some bridge building and empathy and understanding and listening, it could give someone a whole new perspective. So I am not saying to not attempt to build a bridge on some of those topics that are really important and passionate and heated. But when you know the person or whatnot, like I am not going to change this person's opinion because it's not my job and nor can you, you can't change people. You can inspire them. We've said this before. So sometimes it's just not worth even talking about with certain people or bringing up at all. Right. You know, it's like football teams. I don't know. Right. Like who's the best football team? Do we really have to like, or LeBron versus Michael Jordan or whatever. Like Ritz versus townhouse. Right. Whatever. Isn't it Toll House? Oh, no. That's cookies. They are all delicious to me. (laughs) Nobody I would disagree with. They all stay fresh in your Tupperware. They sure do. They sure do. Oh, Um, But can we build the bridges in other things? So natural disasters, horrible things happen, and people just come together because of humanity. So can we remember that and build these bridges and bridge the gap. Like we don't always have to be at opposing sides. It's okay to wave a white flag and say like, I'm taking the first step. Meet me with the next step. And then the next step. And we can rebuild some of these damaged relationships that have happened, especially lately with politics. Mm -hmm. And I think, it's just an election year and it happens to be a real angry Ooh, election year. So it seems really intense right now. Mm-hmm. Obviously with the pandemic, there's so many things, but how can we protect ourselves, our emotions, our mental capacity and still have some of these relationships like we don't want to end up all alone at the end of this election and have ruined all of our relationships because we just couldn't find ways to connect beyond politics right and let's not forget practice makes better so if if you're not really willing to like call your worst political enemy up for coffee that's fine but you can start small and you can start to sort of bridge smaller gaps and then maybe you realize like it's not that important for him to see my side or me to see his side. It's just important to maintain the respect that we are allowed to each have our own side. And But we both still love seasonal blends and can talk about those <laughs> things and what we like to eat that accompany them. Like we can find things, we can find ways, and we should because life's too short to not. And we also – nobody wants to like have lava – constantly swirling beneath them one misstep and whoops okay think about moana i do all the time (laughs) all the time (laughs) she is like whatever and moana taking that step to cross the ocean like uh terrifying Terrifying. would poop my pants Mm -hmm. um but she bridged that gap and then she came and it was like I'm meeting you here, and oh, look at the beautiful blossoming Tafiti. Oh, my gosh. Or whatever she was. It was beautiful before, you know? Yeah. <sighs> See? I know. All of our points. Yeah. Just- and with all of that said, when you are going about your business, mm-hmm. 
don't be an a-hole guys you know whether this is your romantic relationship your friendships your family members your friends strangers on the internet like just don't be an asshole i'm gonna tune into this all the time because you know i suffer from being mean sometimes we all do so this is very important so i think that's the biggest thing like People will listen to you more and understand you more if you're not a dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just really just throwing them all in the end of this episode because I just want to get them out I of I mean, I said damn in this now. episode. I feel like that's like the raciest I've, thing I've said. <laughs> There's a damn. So my parents used to have this place that was like buy a little damn. And so it was like the damn jokes all the time. Right. Like take a damn picture and <laughs> – What is that from? Vacation? It was your way of cursing without getting in trouble. (laughs) Totally. But what's that movie? Family Vacation? The guy. uh, Chevy Chase? Christmas Vacation? Is it? But isn't it? Oh, there's like a bunch of other ones. Like Vegas Vacation? National Lampoon. Yeah. Kind of a vacation. Something like that. Well. Anyways, so restrain from being an a hole Mm -hmm. because people will listen to you more. Like, people will hear you. People will respect you. People will want to bridge that gap with you, even if they have different everything, beliefs, whatevers. When you're just not a jerk about it and you're not posting jerky things, then people want to have a relationship with you afterwards. They want to bridge the gap. They don't want to be like, okay, not only do I not agree with you, you're also a total jerk. So canceled. Yeah. Passive aggressiveness also doesn't fly. Like we can't sneak around no. this. We have got to just bite our tongues, uh, tape our lips, whatever it takes, guys. Yes. This does not mean to not stand up for what you believe in. This just means to do it in a way that doesn't make you look like a jerk. Do right. it in a way to inspire change, not to bring up walls and defensiveness, which we have talked about in the past. But anyways, bridge the gap. Take the first step. Whatever that may look like, what is the greater goal? And is my unwillingness, stubbornness, point proving, getting myself towards that goal? Or is it just keeping us at a stalemate and can't move on? Right. And who wants to be stuck in one place forever? Not Moana, that's for sure. That's why. That's why she did what she Just did. Sail the oceans blue. Right. Gosh, there's so much out there, guys. I just did a story the other day of my husband staring at the water because he loves to water ski. And now, mind you, it's cold. Right. It's cold now. That happened. And he was just like looking out the window. And so I did it to the Moana song. I've been staring at the edge of the water. You are it you are lyrically so witty, and I appreciate that about you. It was really funny. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you. You're so welcome. Um, okay. okay. So, guys, bridge those gaps that you might have in your life right now. Yeah. That could be for anything. Also, with the dreams, it could be like, I want to work out. That's my dream. Okay, well, you're not bridging that gap by sitting there talking about wanting to work out. You're going to bridge the gap by putting on your tennis shoes or whatever or it is. just do 10 push-ups right now. Start, that sounds horrible. Start, but just start somewhere. Point your, well, point your toes. Like yeah, Get a little stretch. I don't know. Mm. 
So whatever your dream is, are you bridging the gap to get to that dream or goal? Actually, I just interviewed Matt Scott, which will be in a couple weeks. CS has not listened to the episode yet. And he has this amazing quote about mm, trains and without action. I can't even do it justice. You'll have to listen to it in a few weeks. So inspirational. I only, I'm obsessed with him now after following him on Instagram, but I'm very excited to listen to this. Oh my gosh, you guys, it's amazing. Uh, Yeah. So stay tuned in. If you have any inspiration from this episode at all, which you hopefully do. I mean, you do. Screenshot it, share it with people, go follow us at Every Kind Co. and at You Fit Here on Instagram. And yeah, tell us your favorite parts, tell us your good news, tell us all the things. Yeah, please. Thank you. Thank you kindly. And have a super, I was going to say super. Have a super time making it a great day. Ah. Great ending. Mm -hmm. Bye, guys. Hi.